Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Natstown. Welcome to Nats Nightly, which is late because Blog Talk Radio had a busy signal for five minutes, just frustrating the heck out of me. Let me just text Dave and tell him that I actually got the call through before we start here. Yeah, we, we got plenty of time here. If you have time. Uh, 8-1 Nats tonight in the nation's capital doghouse. Gio Gonzalez is on the mound. Last time the Nationals beat the Dodgers back on August 10th, 2015. Nats were 0-6 since then against L.A., 0-4 this season. Uh, he gave up a two-out RBI single by Culberson in the second that cut the Nationals' lead to 2-1 to one at that point after Bryce Harper homered early in the game. We'll get to that in a minute. That's the only run he gave up through six, 97 pitches, 13 of 14 set down after Culberson's RBI single in the second, out after six with a 6-1 lead. Solid start from Gio Gonzalez. Uh, a little shaky early there, but he settled in, having trouble putting hitters away. As Dusty Baker noted after the game, he hit the two strikes and then couldn't put them away early, but figured it out a little bit later and uh, ended the night on a good note. A solid outing by Gio Gonzalez. Good to see him turn things around a little bit after a rough first half or a second yeah, half of the uh, first half. <laughs> rough recent spate of games, let's say it that way. Uh, he, he did uh, manage to settle in nicely as, as we keep clicheing our way through it. Uh, I, I, I got to admit, I was a little worried. And this looked like the classic bad Geo start and instead turned into the classic Geo adequate start where, uh, you know, okay, he, he didn't go more than six, but he did go six. Uh, and I think his best inning was probably, what, the fifth? I think he got through that on eight or ten pitches, something like that, uh, with, with a one, two, three. Uh, he went to a lot of long counts, but he only had two walks on the night. Okay, only six strikeouts. He'd like to see a couple more. Uh, limited contact actually pretty well. Uh, only three hits on the outing. Um, you know, nothing, uh, nothing that frightening off of any of the Dodgers' bats, although, you know, he did get a couple of hard hit balls there, line drives in the infield that were right at people. So, you know, we'll, we'll thank the Babbitt gods for that one. But uh, it, it was a little frustrating seeing so many Dodgers hitters turn into Jason Worth in that they would go behind him 0-2 and, and then suddenly it would be 3-2 and two and uh, they, were, they were threatening a walk or a hit. Um, Gio just uh, – he, he didn't. He, he, the mental game didn't get away from him tonight, but it, it looked like it was about to because uh, it, it really seemed like he was nibbling at some points. He would he would get ahead, and then uh, not going to put him away. You know, just just as as you and Dusty and anyone watching that game would uh, would quite obviously say. But Norris on the mound for the Dodgers, two and zero in four starts for LA after they acquired him from the Braves, three nine four ERA and sixteen innings pitched with them, four and zero in his last seven starts overall with a two nine zero ERA and forty and a third innings pitched. He's down two nothing early. He gave up a two run home run by Bryce Harper. We'll get to that in a minute again. Revere hit a three two fastball out over the out of town scoreboard. His second home run of the year. You know, always like a rare Revere home run sighting. Jason Worth goes back old to man power. to bat, makes it four to one. The old men getting the job done. Uh, Wilson Ramos drove in another, uh, scored a run. Did he drive in a run? Yeah, they don't make it five one at that point. I'm scanning through the box score. Yes, Ramos doubled the drive in a run. Bryce Harper scored on that one, five one. By the time uh, 
Norris was done for the night. Uh, he was on a good run here, but the Nationals got to him, knocked him around, uh, out after five innings, seven hits, six runs, one walk, eight Ks in five innings, which he managed to do, but he also gave up three home runs as the Nationals brought out the whooping sticks. Yeah, I, I never quite understood Bud Norris. He's he's always seemed promising, and, and people trade him around as though he's a worthwhile bit of pitching, but, you know, he's he's another league average innings eater. Um he he was he looked reasonably confident out there. He certainly got a, a good spate of strikeouts against the Mets, but uh, there was some real hard contact off of him. Uh, stuff that was going for 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 outs in a couple of places, but out period in uh, in several other places. So it was it was nice to see the Mets put on a good power show like that. Certainly, uh, Harper's been having his struggles of late and uh, getting right out with the three true outcomes, all three of them, thankfully, in, uh, in his first three ABs tonight. That was, that was nice to see. Uh, but uh, the, 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 capper, the capper has to be Ben Revere going yard. Oh, my goodness. And that, that cleared the fence by several inches. What's more impressive, Ben Revere's wall scraper, or we can finally talk about it now, Bryce Harper's 451-foot home run, uh, I said he, on my notes that he hit it up into Dunn country in there, uh, upper deck, third level over the Frank Rob, uh, Frank Robinson, Jackie Robinson's retired number out there in the outfield, about 10, 15 rows up there. Just an absolute bomb from Harper. Good to see that power on display. And he really got a 3-1 pitch that he could absolutely crush there, and he, he did not miss it. But a really impressive piece of hitting there and just absolutely demolished that ball. Yeah, you, you keep not giving me the chance to say I still don't think that ball has come down yet. Uh, <laughs> that was, holy cow, what a shot. Yeah, that was, that was Dunn country, except I think it got there a little quicker. Uh, Dunn hit those wonderful towering moonshots. This wasn't quite a line drive up into the, the, the top of the upper deck there, but that was that was a smartly hit fly ball. And if that had been uh, a, a few feet more... Uh, uh, away from the line, uh, I think that may have cleared the upper concourse. I mean, that that really seemed to have their trajectory there to like go out and hit the barbecue restaurant out there behind the the, the scoreboard pavilion. <laughs> that was uh, that was a titanic clout, certainly. Um, <laughs> on, on, a, on a pure rarity scale, though, I, I think I got to give it to, to Revere's wall scraper. One, one of two on the year, but come on, we we see he see Bryce hit moonshots like that four or five times a year. We we can get rare, about five hundred foot home runs. <laughs> Jason Worth coming into the game before that home run, uh, he had a twenty three game on base streak, the second longest of his career, the current longest in the majors. Extended that to twenty four straight with the home run, eighteen hits, twenty three walks over that stretch. He, in one of those taking what they're giving them phases and taking a lot of walks to get on base there. But a nice, impressive run here tonight. He got a hanging slider that he put into the back of the left field bullpen tonight to extend that streak. But a nice run by Jason Worth here, the old the old motor that uh, Dusty Baker's talked about before, kind of heating up for Worth. <laughs> yeah, we, we've certainly talked a lot about Worth uh, earlier in this season uh, and about how his approach has had to evolve as uh, – you know he's gotten into the declining side of his career, but even if he's if his hands aren't as quick and maybe he doesn't have the bat speed that he had uh, as a younger player, 
he still has his batting eye. He still has exquisite strike zone knowledge, and he has excellent strategy and knowledge of the game and an ability to think about how pitchers are going to sequence him, how he can compensate it, where he can look for a pitch. You know, apart from Murphy, he's probably the most thoughtful hitter on the team. And uh, he certainly can recognize and punish a mistake, which is exactly what he did tonight. And I have to say that was, that was particularly satisfying as there was a Philly fan wearing Dodger gear a couple of rows behind me in the section tonight being, saying some very mean-spirited things, I must say. <laughs> yeah, the the string of dingers kind of shut her up for a while, though. <laughs> Apologies to anyone listening live if we cut out in 15 seconds, but I got two more topics to touch on, and we got to a late start here thanks to uh, repeated busy signals for 24 phone calls before I got through on the 25th year. But I do want to talk about Trey Turner's speed, uh, second triple in two days in the sixth. Really fun to watch, especially live, just to see him going around those bases. He's Drove Ramos in. Uh, my notes at that point say, can we keep him, please? Uh, scores after the triple. Espinoza caught off first. Uh, caught in a rundown. Trey decides to break for home from third. Speeds home ahead of the throw. Uh, a few people on Twitter were speculating that there was intentional on Espinoza's part to get caught there and let him do it. Dusty Baker didn't seem to think so afterwards in the game, or I don't think he didn't think so. He said pretty specifically that it was just a reaction play when Espinoza did get caught, but the speed just on display again, and uh, they have to find somewhere to put this kid in the game. Uh, Mike Rizzo has said often that it's game-changing speed, and, you know, it's one of those cliches that you try to, you know, just gloss over when you hear him say it, but eyes roll maybe, but when you see him out there on the field and what he does on a regular basis and you see him playing in games day after day like we have in the last few weeks, it it really is a a difference maker out there, that kind of speed on the base pass. I was actually joking with the guy in front of me that Turner was going to have to hit a triple to score Ramos from second. Uh, <laughs> he didn't quite run Ramos over. Uh, that that was in a bit of an exaggeration there. But that was an easy triple for him. Uh, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of balls hit into that corner. I'm not sure I've seen many people ever leg that out for a triple because that, that ball didn't get that lost back there. Uh, the when when uh, Espinosa got caught off first, it looked like a set play. That that's what the game changing speed is. I, I have no doubt. If Dusty says they didn't set it up, it was a reaction play, and he just went. I, I I can believe that's fine. He's got enough speed that he made it look like it was a set play, and they were trying to sucker them. Uh, that it's he is remarkably fast. I have not seen a player like that in, in the last several years who is that remarkably fast. That, uh, yeah, that, that is absolutely game-changing. Rizzo's right on there. Find a spot for him. That's all i got to say. You've got to get him out there in the game and keep him in there. Uh, it's going to be tough, though, if everyone's back healthy and performing. So we'll see what the Dusty Baker can do to get everyone at bats. He's done a pretty good job of that so far. and. You think he, he sees what everyone else has been talking about with Trey Turner now, too. And we also got to see what everyone's been talking about this year with 2015 eighth-round pick Coda Glover. Uh, he started the season at Potomac, jumped to Harrisburg, jumped to Syracuse. Now he's in the majors, just the second uh, 2015 draft pick to make it to the majors along with the Chicago Cubs pitcher. Uh, 2-1-8 ERA, 14 walks, Chicago White Sox, I should say, excuse me. 2180 RA, 14 walks, 52 Ks, and 45 and a third innings pitch in the minors before he came up. 
came out with a dominant inning. He had a big lead, so no pressure on him in his major league debut. Uh, just a really quick frame, four pitches, four strikes, a uh, fastball 98, uh, a cutter 92, 93. Uh, didn't get a real good look at him because the Dodgers seemed to <laughs> just want out of this game, and he helped them out with it for sure. Uh, quick debut, but uh, impressive even on just four pitches out there. Uh, he, he lit up the gun, and he threw strikes. Uh, that's that's all we can say about him at this point. It's certainly promising. Uh, he's put together a bit of a pedigree in the minors. Uh, I'd like to see him go through a longer inning where he has to work harder to get the outs before uh, we become completely enamored of him. But uh, this, this is certainly a nice too little late. preview. I, I like what I see so far. It's too late. I'm already enamored. <laughs> <laughs> Nationals get the 8-1 win tonight. They improved to 57 and 38 on the year. 12:05 p.m. in the afternoon tomorrow, an early one, so I can get out of here early, which is nice. Worked out for everyone. Steven Strasburg against Julio Urias in the final uh, finale, I should say. Nats try to take the series after evening it up. They snapped their six-game losing streak against the Dodgers with the win tonight. 8-1 final. Nats nightly sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. Sorry for keeping you hanging on the line there, sir, but I blame Box Blog Talk Radio, or at least their call the center. Uh, Matt Knightley, out for now. Talk to you tomorrow. Go Nats.